The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Wimbet. Wimbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win. Bet $100 and get $100 at winbet.com or download the Winbet app and start winning today. State restrictions apply. Big shots from the champ. Usman letting it all go now. 20 minutes down, five to go. A dejected challenger. If it wasn't obvious enough, Leon right now is broken. What's wrong with you? You're too bad. You got to pull it out of fire. You got to empty the gas tank here. He may have resigned himself to losing a decision. But that is not the cloth from which he is cut. job done but i'm a better fighter what i'm most excited about is the opportunity to get my belt back tomorrow usman will fight leon edwards in the trilogy edwards gets to defend the title in front of his home crowd and usman goes into enemy territory looking for revenge that place is going to be bananas when those two get locked inside the octagon I'm the most exciting fighter that stepped in that cage. I'm gonna blow the roof off of the O2 arena. Justin Gaethje is an absolute savage. He just destroys everything in his path. But perceived is for real. This guy is nasty. Every time he's out there, he's trying to finish. That crowd's gonna be incredible. There is no better crowd than the crowd in London. Yeah, Dana White says things like that. There's no better crowd than the crowd in London. But it's taken him this long to give us a really decent card. Yes, previously we did have a huge fight. Anderson Silva versus Michael Bisping. But this is a huge card with a huge main event, a title fight as Leon Edwards brings the belt home to the UK in a rematch against Kamara Usman. How will it go? We'll talk about that in a second. First, let me let you know that, of course, you are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. This is a UFC 286 preview. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. I am the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast, and you can follow follow me on multiple Twitter accounts. First of all, the Soccer Gambling Podcast is at the SGP Soccer. Sorry, it's not the. It's just at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. And the other Twitter account is at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. 
That is the Twitter account for my premium pay service, LockBetting.com. And that has now delivered 117 months in a row of transparent track profit, including winning three of the four last four UFC cards. So if you want to get my UFC plays, sign up for the service that has delivered 117 months in a row of transparent track profit. The service that went 6-0 with Champions League and Europa League futures in the round of 16. If you want to do your research, all of the spreadsheets, because we are transparent and tracked, are available on the lockbetting.com site. Or you can do a quick bit of due diligence by looking at the Twitter account at lockbetting.com because the pinned tweet is always the P&L from the previous month. So you can look back at the month of February and that will be replaced shortly well, in a few weeks, by the month of March. Also, with the same handle, check out the TikTok at LockBetting.com. That is a TikTok account that provides you with key betting information in short, fun, 40 to 45 second videos. We post the same videos on Instagram. The Instagram is simply at LockBetting. So, we will now tackle UFC 286 and we will begin with the main event as Leon Edwards does bring that belt home to defend it against Kamara Usman. Kamara Usman is the 1-2 to two, minus 200 favourite to get his win back. Leon Edwards here is available at 7-4. to four. The method of victory market sees Kamara Usman at three to one to get it done via TKO KO, eighteen to one to get it done via a submission, and five to four to get his hand raised via a decision. Leon Edwards is available at five to one via TKO KO, eighteen to one via a submission, and he is five to one via a decision. Of course, last time these two fought. Leon Edwards, it is believed, lost every single round heading into that fifth round before he won by landing the KO head kick in the last minute of the fight. Usman actually won their first counter by decision. His first of 10 victories by points inside the octagon, uh, making that uh, 5-4 to four via a decision a very... Um, interesting and appealing selection obviously if the decision is that short the over under rounds are going to be very juiced over two and a half at four to eleven under two and a half at twenty one to ten under three and a half at thirteen to eight over three and a half at four to nine under four and a half at five to four with over four and a half at four to seven and um, the fight to go the distance Yes, at four to six and no at five to four. But obviously last time it didn't go to a decision. So um, that's not really too much value there in seeing it available at odds on. So I think we'll miss that and uh, miss out on that and try and pick a winner of the fight. So last time out, we saw Kamara Usman, as I said already, absolutely dominate the fight from start to the time he was kicked in the head. The only really concerning thing for me, if um, you are a Kamara Usman backer and you think that that was a fluke and you like Usman to get his win back, was the fact that that kick wasn't really a fluke because after the victory, a video did emerge of him literally practicing that exact kick, preparing for that exact moment. And that shows a lot of solid preparation that shows some unbelievable um, coaching, although 
in, in, the, in the lead up to that moment, the coaches were not doing their job in the corner, um, other than obviously getting him riled up in that speech you heard just before the fifth, but they could not get him to to really do anything, to really even land a glove on Kamar Usman in the first 20 minutes of that fight. But ultimately, you have to give them credit for coaching the, literally coaching the moment of, um, of him hitting him with that exact kick. And it was that exact kick what was practiced in in training. So um, you cannot put that down to any kind of fluke. And that in itself is concerning. In addition to that, the plethora of fighters who have suffered shock defeats, who have never really come back from it. We've seen a load of fighters in the past who got knocked out or rocked by it. Either their confidence went or their chin went. And that can always be a concern. I use Tony Ferguson as an example. Obviously, this wasn't Kamara's first defeat, um, so I can't really use Ronda Rousey as an example, but although when she did lose, she was never the same. We've seen it a lot in UFC. Sometimes a, a defeat or sometimes significant damage can be hard to overcome. There's a whole list of fighters that we can name, but but you get the message. Um, they're the concerns that you have taking a fighter um, to win this fight who ultimately lost the fight via that kick but it was a prepared kick and um, not knowing the damage that that's done both physically and psychologically I personally I'm okay with it um, I don't think that one kick to the head is is going to cause any permanent damage to Kamara Usman prior to that we were talking about Kamara Usman as the pound for pound best fighter in the world we were also talking about Kamar Usman potentially moving up one weight class, maybe two weight classes, and then everything came crashing down to earth with a kick. I mean, he was literally seconds away from seeing that out and um, and moving on with a very, very comfortable decision victory, which would have been his 11th decision victory. So um, that obviously wasn't the case because of what happened, but I, I'm not too sure in terms of... Um, how we bet this really, because there's there's either two trains of thought. Either Kamara Usman wants to come out here and avenge that victory significantly because, you know, there's a weird thing in fighters' minds where um I I, I want to I want to avenge a knockout with a knockout. I think that truly exists because one win is seen as being more glamorous and more impressive. Whilst if Kamara Usman comes out here and edges out a decision, is that really revenge and does that really put him back in in place in the pecking order? I personally think it does and I believe Kamara Usman will do will believe the same thing as well. This is a very intelligent fighter. There's a lot of money on the table. There's no point chasing something when when this guy has shown already that he's capable of taking your head off and putting you out with one shot. So I believe that we'll see a more concentrated performance. I mean, it was pretty concentrated for 20 minutes, but I think we'll see the full 25. I think if there's an opportunity to obviously stop Leon Edwards, he'll take it. But I believe what we'll see is a conservative, professional, switched-on performance as Kamara Usman wins, gets himself back in that pound-for-pound conversation, looks ahead to bigger and better fights. And ultimately, another reason why I don't think that he'll be looking to avenge that in the same way that he suffered that loss will be because this is one of those instances where 
it's a rubber match and it becomes 2-1. It's not a case of 1-1 and where one guy can turn around and say, oh, wait, I, oh hey, I probably beat you. The situation that we currently have, if, um, if Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor ever finally do go round to fighting for the third time, Nate actually convincingly beat Conor and choked him out. And Connor eked out a, a 3-2 decision, 48-47, with a lot of people believing that Nate won the fight. Um, so that's that's debatable. Connor's victory is in no way holds up to, to Nate's. And if it does always stay at two fights, I would say that Nate probably got the better of that by having that that, that significant, more significant victory. That's not the case here. This is 2-1. So for me, that's decisive enough. However, Kamara Usman gets it done. I believe that he will get his... Um, 11th victory via points inside the octagon it's a short price it's the shortest price on the board in a method of victory market but ultimately i think this is the best way into kamara usman alternatively you could be looking at usman here as a parlay piece if you can get it at one to two minus 200 or around about minus 210 minus 220 at worst i do consider this to be a solid parlay piece because it's a rare instance where you're getting a fighter at this price who was ranked so highly and now is is priced up at a much different price than he was before. I believe that you were getting you're getting twice as good at odds as you did last time. And um, what you saw last time does not dissuade me at all. At the end of the day, I'm not going to call it a fluke because it was deliberately planned. But it was just that one moment in the fight that he had. Prior to that, we had over 20 minutes of. Um, of Kamara Usman dominating this fight. I believe that he continues to be that dominant here. Um, I don't think he's going to be put off by the home crowd. Obviously, everybody's going to be 100% behind Leon Edwards. But um, I believe Kamara Usman is experienced enough to deal with that. I think um, the Nigerian comes in here, just puts out a professional performance, gets the job done, gets his belt back and moves on to bigger and better things. And this will ultimately be a blip in the road for the career trajectory of Kamara Usman as he gets his hand raised again tomorrow night. Before we move on to looking at um, some other fights here on this card, Let's quickly tell you guys about WinBet. WinBet is, of course, the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is now active in Massachusetts and a ton of other states. Be on the lookout for WinBet win hours each hour from Thursday, 5 till 6 Eastern time during WinBet win hour marquee games of the week. We'll have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. And... March Madness is here. So many ways to bet on the big dance. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Get $100. Limited to state availability. And of course, our DGENs only. If you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get yourself a $1,000 free credit. There is so much to choose from. All you need to do is head over to winbet.com or download the WinBet app. Now, the offer subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. If you're older and present state, will pay for WinBet. is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Moving on to the co-main event, Rafael Fiziev takes on Justin Gaethje. Very exciting fight here that they are bringing to the UK. Fiziev is the 4-9 favourite here with 7-4 offered on Justin Gaethje. Shop around, you can get him to as big as 2-1. Method of victory market sees Gaethje 3-1 3 to 1 TK, TK curve, 16 to 1 submission, and 7 to 1 via a decision. Fiziev is at 5 to 4 via TK curve, 14 to 1 via submission, and 5 to 2 via a decision, which is interesting because 50% of Rafael Fiziev's UFC wins have occurred via a decision, whilst um, obviously on the Gaethje side of things, 
80% of Gaethje's TKO KO wins have actually occurred in rounds one or two because every Gaethje fight pretty much guarantees you entertainment. This is only a three-round fight and it's five to four to go over two and a half rounds, uh, four to seven to go under two and a half rounds. Over one and a half rounds is four to six minus 150. So you need seven and a half minutes to cash that. And under one and a half rounds is 11 to 10. Fights go to distance, yes, seven to four. And no is available at four to nine. So this is a very, very interesting fight. It definitely should be uh, an absolute banger for sure. Um, everything that involves Justin Gaethje is a banger. And um, it does make you wonder here if um, Fiziev is being overvalued. I understand that he has a very, very good record. I understand that he only has the, the one loss. But you're going up here against Justin Gaethje. This is a guy that's been in there with the absolute best of the best. So to have Fiziev priced up this short um, doesn't really make uh, too much sense to me. I do think he should be the favourite. I probably would pick him to win the fight. Um, but ultimately, I think this is a little bit of a short price. When you look at the fact that Fiziev is a shorter price or the same price in some places as Kamara Usman, who dominated his last fight with Leon Edwards. That does really make you think. Um, it's being billed as a, a fireworks show. Gaethje certainly does bring the fireworks. For Fiziev, I think he's more measured and reserved. Uh, I don't think Gaethje knows any other way to fight but all-out violence. Um, it's something that's got him on trouble in trouble in many occasions. But it's also the exact thing that puts him here on the co-main event. Yes, he's had losses, but it does not dissuade people from wanting to see Justin Gaethje on the main card. This ain't the prelims. This ain't even just a card. This is the co-main event. And even if he loses here, Gaethje will continue to be featured because he's guaranteed excitement and everybody loves to watch him. And that's the point. He sells tickets. Um, Fiziev, I think that he can put him in trouble though here once again. I think that in the... Um, in the moments of, in those firework moments, I think he can pick the better shots. I think he's probably better at identifying the risks and being able to adjust around them. I think Fiziev is going to give himself uh, a taste of the fun and get involved in the war, of course, because that can't be helped when it comes to Gaethje. But I think he'll soon be able to identify what he needs to do to capitalise on these Gaethje flurries and uh, potentially land a flurry himself or land something that puts an end to this fight. So I am going to take Biziev. Um I do think that he'll get the stoppage despite the fact that he has won half of his fights via decision. He hasn't been in there with, with people that fight the way Gaethje does. And um, I do think he'll get the stoppage. I just think given the fact that this is Justin Gaethje and given the fact that Fiziev only really has one huge name to his, who, to his, on his resume, um, I think everything here is a little bit short for me with Fiziev at 5-4 to four via KO and 4-9 to nine via knockout. But ultimately, if you're asking me to pick a winner with a gun to my head, I do think Fiziev does get does get it done here. I do think that he is going to be able to find the better shots in those moments, think a little bit more more clearly in those critical moments and be able to come away with the W here in this one. Before I move on to covering the, the last fight that I want to cover here on this show, 
let me quickly tell you guys about Underdog Fantasy because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy and they are heating up for March Madness. College Pick'em is a great way to get in on the action, especially if your bracket is busted after day one. Plus, Underdog Fantasy has your favourite college basketball props. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com and the promo code SGPN. So unlike the last show that we did for UFC where we, we drifted off and we covered the, um, the bow nickel fight rather than covering the top three fights, here we keep it simple and we do cover the top three fights. And third on the bill will be the fight between Gunnar Nelson and Brian Barberena. Gunnar Nelson here is the 2-7 favourite with 11-4 being offered up on Brian Barberena. It's 8-1 to one that Gunner gets it done here by TKO KO. 11-10 on the submission. And 2-1 to one he wins via a decision. Bar, uh, Brian Barbarena is 5-1 by TKO KO. 25-1 via submission. And he's 17-2 here to get it done via a decision. Another good fight here that is sending us to the UK. But ultimately, I cannot see past Gunnar Nelson... Um, it's, I'm just torn between whether he gets it done via a submission or whether he does get it done via a decision. But for me, this is a decent parlay piece. You could easily put Gunner here together with uh, Kamara Usman. This could be a decent way to bet uh, three of the, or oh, sorry, two of the three main fights on the card. Style wise, for me, this is Gunner Nelson's fight to lose if he's at his best. Barbarena doesn't really have a chance here. Barbarena does have a does have a way of making things ugly and taking people out of their comfort zone. And if that's the case, um, you could see Gunnar Nelson grinding out a decision. But ultimately, for me, that's it. It's a case of whether he gets it done via decision or whether he gets it done via a submission. Barbarena can be the spoiler king, and. Um, he would like to come to London and upset the European fans. But ultimately, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think Nelson will get himself into many positions where he'll be able to get the victory here. I'm not sold on Gunner as on Gunner Nelson as a top gun in the division. But ultimately, I think he has enough grappling acumen to still be a fair chunk of guys just outside the rankings. And for me, this one is a very winnable fight. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to take um, Gunnar Nelson to get this done via a submission. But ultimately, he, he's a parlay piece here. Something that you could put together with Kamara Usman. That gives you a vested interest in two of the three main fights on the card. And it's likely that you'll cash giving the matchups as well. Closing out with your lock on the show. Given what we just said, talking about the last fight, this one is easy. We are going with a two-fighter parlay, the exact parlay we just spoke about, and that is going to be your lock on the show. Can't really find a better way into Kamara Usman like this. I do lean that he will get it done via a decision. That's definitely worth a sprinkle, but ultimately... Uh, I'm a little bit concerned about the whole um, let's avenge this the same way that we that we lost the last fight. Let's make this clinical and emphatic. Ultimately, I still end up with Usman, the guy who dominated the last fight. 
Edwards will have a lot more trouble engineering the scenario that won him the last fight against Usman. And um, Usman will, I think, be able to avoid it. As I said, I've made it very clear. I don't think it's a fluke, but Edwards capitalised magnificently on an opportunity. And the chances of him creating that opportunity again, despite it being in, in the UK... I don't think that exists. I think um, Kamara Usman offers you up some value here and I think he will get the win and uh, we'll pair it up here with Gunnar Nelson. This is simple for me. It's a little bit short, but we are getting a world-class Brazilian jiu-jitsu artist whilst uh, Brian Barberena still can't really wrestle to a world-class level. This um, is by no means a bargain but it isn't. It is a decent addition here to your parlay. So once again, your parlay here on this show, this uh, lock parlay is going to be Kamara Usman at the price of one to two, and then we're going to add uh, Gunnar Nelson at the short price of two to seven. So that's a parlay that pays you one hundred and ninety three pounds from a one hundred pound stake, a ninety three pound profit. I think that's decent odds for two fighters that I think will will win convincingly tomorrow on your main card. So that's it for me and this edition of the Fight Show, the UFC 286 preview. Good luck with all of your bets as always. Enjoy the fights and thanks for listening.